Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank, with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Hellberg Barbecue, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Marineland Boating Center, Myatt Fuels, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Hey, it is Matt Mosley. What's going on, everybody? Uh, greetings from our coverage from Cowboys Training Camp. And, um, well, we were just waiting for Dak to speak. Dak, uh, uh, and, and so I had to kind of cut and run to our broadcast area and been out on the practice field, just watch uh, practice number two. And then we had some really uh, cool stuff happen after that. We, um, I got to do a one-on-one with uh, Dorrance Armstrong, who's become a, a great player for the Cowboys, defensive end. And he had a lot of interesting things to say. And then um, was able to, uh, uh, Ed Werder and I, oh, he and I, from Ed Werder from ESPN, he and I do a thing called the Doomsday Podcast. And uh, we recorded one with Deuce Vaughn. You might remember that Deuce played down the road at, in Round Rock, I believe, or somewhere that direction toward Austin. And, uh, and then obviously became a star for... Uh, for Kansas State and the great Deuce. Although Sean always reminds me, none of these, Aaron, none of these greats ever do, did anything against uh, Midway. All right? Just keep that in mind. Uh, no matter how great you are, during the, those times, Midway generally shut them down. All right? And, and that is something our buddy Sean Hunt reminds me of. Um, but, uh, and one of Sean's other favorite radio uh, stations has sadly signed off the air. So I think we're going to have Sean even more invested. And, of course, he's with UBO. That's UBEO.com. Unbelievable work that they do. They handle all our well, our work stuff. Uh, they kind of keep everything streamlined. Uh, our copiers, kind of everything we have at work. It's one of the reasons, Aaron, among many, while we're such a well-oiled machine at Eminem Broadcasting, is because of Sean Hunt and his crew. Now, Aaron is monitoring as we speak because it is um, it is th- this this Mountain Time. Aaron, I think it was set for what three o'clock Mountain Time. It's two o'clock my time, which is Pacific time, and it's four o'clock Central Texas time. I think I've got all this right, and so. The Colorado, I mean, this is now expected to almost be kind of a formality, but it was a special, I don't know if you call it an emergency meeting, but a special meeting of the Board of Regents today that's happening as we speak. And last night was kind of fun. Um, Aaron and I noticed that um, they, they were posting the Board of Regents. They were going to stream their meeting live, which I was very surprised to hear that. In fact, Aaron... I feel like if you go on there, the, the, like there's when no they stream go to yet. executive <laughs> session, what's that? Yeah, there's no stream yet. Oh, just, okay. I'm actually no, I was just going to say that. No, go ahead. 
Oh yeah, I'm actually on the site where it would live stream. Oh okay, well now it just popped up, so I will. Uh, I'm gonna listen to this for a second. Okay. Okay, we're gonna try because that is huge news, and we it, it has now been reported um, by, and I, I want to credit Pete Thamel for being all over this. Uh, Brett McMurphy jumped in and kind of got it across the goal line with his report that Colorado is definitely coming into the Big 12. I don't know if they've made a formal request, but the Big 12, according to reports, voted last night, uh, the presidents, to uh, uh, to accept um, unanimously to welcome Colorado back into the Big 12. An enormous story. What we have is a stream of the Board of Regents meeting for Colorado, and Aaron's kind of taking a peek uh, to see what's going on there right now. And if we need to, uh, we'll pod that up live. They're just saying hello. Yeah, they're just uh, starting the meeting and, and, you know, doing roll call right now. So it's about to start in in a minute. Aaron, you just say the word if we need to jump into that. Okay. And uh, you want to do it? Okay. We are going to – Aaron, were you saying, okay, let's do it, or were you saying just, okay, we can do that? Give me one more second to check where we're at. I don't want it to be okay. too long in like okay. the minutia, the okay. beating. No, that's okay. That's okay. It's kind of fun to do this. I'm not even. I don't even totally mind hearing some of the minutia. All right, let's draw, let's jump into this uh, this uh, board meeting, the Board of Regents meeting uh, of Colorado, and that's happening as we speak. They're live streaming this. Let's uh, tune into that real quick and see what's going on for them as well. And of course, there are, there are other considerations that, that you'll hear more about. But we really see this as a way to, um, to create more opportunity for the University of Colorado, for our students, our student athletes, and create a, a path forward for us for the future. And with that, I, um, I just wanted to, to thank everybody who's worked so hard to get us to this point. And, um, and if it's okay, uh, Madam Chair, I'd like to, to kick it over to... Uh, to Chancellor DiStefano and Athletic Director George. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you, President Solomon and Chair Renison and the Board of Regents. So, you know, a decision of this magnitude certainly has significant impacts throughout the university community and beyond. And I appreciate the board's careful consideration and really thoughtful discussion on this matter. As you'll hear from Rick, Rick and I are uh, of the strong belief that a move to the Pac-12, I'm sorry, the Big 12 uh, conference will set CU Boulder up for long-term success and will provide stability in an era of unprecedented change in collegiate athletics. It will also provide added exposure for not just our student athletes, but for the good work and the great work and accomplishments of the university as a whole. And with the conference's footprint extending across three time zones, CU Boulder will be featured in areas of the country that will bring us into the homes of legions of potential new students and fans. CU Boulder's academic and research excellence transcends conferences. Our faculty will continue to do their collaborative research with other public and private institutions in the prestigious Association of American Universities, whether those institutions are in the ACC, the Big Ten, the SEC, the Pac-12, or our new conference, the Big 12. We're looking forward to a successful final season in the Pac-12 conference and continued success 
in the Big 12 in 2024. So thank you and go Buffs. Thank you, Chancellor. I turn it over to Athletic Director George for some final comments. Yes, um, uh, just a couple quick comments. Uh, first, um, I want to reiterate what uh, President Solomon said and how grateful we are uh, for our partnership with the PAC-12 players and um, the platform that they've given us um, at the University of Colorado. So we're very grateful for that relationship and very appreciative. And we look forward to this last year uh, in the conference being a great uh, peer institutions at our conference. And lastly, uh, I want to uh, just say how much we appreciate the Regents involvement Council and input uh, during this process, uh, and we're very grateful for your support. Thank you. Thank you, Athletic Director George. So the first item on our agenda is the consideration of the adoption of a resolution regarding athletics operations. Before I take a motion in a second, I'd like to um, go ahead and read the resolution aloud. It is available also on the board doc. So the resolution was sent from President Solomon to the Board of Regents and states, with the concurrence of Chancellor DiStefano and Athletic Director George, I, President Solomon, recommend the following resolution. Whereas the Big 12 Conference has offered admittance to the University of Colorado Boulder as part of conference expansion, whereas the Big 12 Conference provides stability for the University of Colorado Boulder in a shifting college athletics environment and, Whereas intercollegiate athletics provides an opportunity to highlight and build upon CU's excellent educational and research programs. And whereas this change enhances opportunities for our student athletes by providing more national exposure and optimal television windows while mitigating team travel burdens. Whereas the University of Colorado Boulder has strong historic connections to the conference region through its alumni, as well as current and prospective students. Now, therefore, be it resolved, the Board of Regents hereby grants the University of Colorado Boulder authority to enter into an agreement with the Big 12 Conference. Further resolved, the Board of Regents specifically authorizes the President and or the Chancellor of the Boulder Campus to take such steps and, and execute documents as are necessary to formalize this agreement and ratify those acts already taken in furtherance of this membership. Is there a motion for adoption of this resolution? I move. Thank you, Regent Montera. Is there a second? I'll second. Okay, uh, seconded by Regent Chavez. Um, is there any discussion on this resolution? And I'd appreciate hands being raised as usual. So thank you. Regent Spiegel, I see your hand is raised. Great, thank you so much, Chair Renison. And I really just first and foremost wanna thank President Solomon Chancellor DiStefano and Athletic Director George for all of your work for um, keeping the board. All right, uh, there it was. The uh, boy, it's become official. Uh, the, this is a declaration from the Colorado Board of Regents uh, as they uh, as they get ready to uh, head into the Big Twelve, and it's no longer speculation or reporting or this or that. It is a fact. And the Board of Regents have uh, uh, basically given um, the Colorado the authority and the president the authority to move forward with this and uh, seeking admittance into the Big 12. You heard sort of the why to that as far as the historic relationships that goes back to the Big 8, certainly goes back to the Big 12. 
Uh, Colorado left the Big 12 in 2010, and um, now they will come back into. And I, you know, Aaron, I got to say, last night was a lot of fun. It's not fun when you're the 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 conference on the the other end of it. Big 12's been there when they lost two schools and were were in a time of great, you know, uh, just there's a lot of speculation. There's a lot of angst. Um, involved, and now they are truly in a position of strength. Um, and Aaron, let me know, by the way, I don't know, it, lo- it sounded like they were going to hear from some of the other board members. I thought the, I thought the AD, um, uh, Athletic Director George, would have more to say. Uh, at this point, they seem to be sticking with almost just reading documents um, and not really, you know, there's not a lot of... Um, Oh, any kind of thought or explanation. It's just I think they've documented everything. I think they got everybody behind it. It would be interesting to hear if some of the regents have any sort of public questions about that. I don't expect that. I, I think if you get to this point, um, the regents have been talking about this for weeks and months, and they were and and at one point, some point in the last forty-eight hours or maybe seventy-two hours, obviously this thing started moving in a hurry. And they've decided to go ahead and do this, and it's um, it's a real sad day for the Pac-12, and it's a uh, it's a black mark for Commissioner uh, George Klievkov because he uh, he did not get this done. And the reason Colorado's leaving is, yeah, they like the Big 12, but you heard the word the wording was stability. The stability this gives us, and the longer the Pac-12 went without a media deal. Uh, and who knows, they may land something, but um, uh, I, I knew this would happen. The, this thing all turned immediately to uh, not just, oh, let's replace uh, um, at San Diego State. There'll be a fine replacement for Colorado. Maybe SMU comes in. Uh, it, it, it really, though, some speculation went out there to what Oregon and Washington are going, going to do. And the true power move from the Big 12 would be to go after those two schools. Now, the more for uh, the, you know the more realistic thing right now seems to be Arizona, Arizona State, and Utah. Those four corner schools. I think next, um, I think everybody should look at Arizona because of those schools I mentioned, they've shown the most interest um, in uh, possibly joining the Big Twelve. Now, Aaron, I don't know if you've had a chance to to monitor any more of this. Do we want to? duck back into that board of regents meeting and see what's going on uh not right this second they're actually going to the regents for kind of short statements about about it and they're just general statements uh, the last one was talking about how disappointed she was being from california you know that ucla and usc left and talked a little bit more about realignment they're kind of going through that right now okay okay well um it's uh it was kind of cool to hear that and um, and and like like Aaron said, some of this stuff seems to be sort of prepared statements. Um, and even if they're kind about it, the way they phrase this, uh, and I, I I do have some sympathy for George Klievkov, the uh, the Pac-12 commissioner, because he inherited a mess from Larry Scott. But on his watch. Um, he didn't do enough. I mean, it's the same thing. Now, could was there anything like the Big Twelve could have done to keep UT 
uh, in, in you know in, in Oklahoma around I don't know maybe obviously they didn't keep him around I think in Klievkov's, um was reluctant to try to make assurances to UCLA and USC you know hey maybe we'll give you a bigger piece of the pie maybe there were some preemptive things he could have done to keep them keep them. Well, and then the, the other part of that is not being able to land a media rights deal. And the public perception is that, fair or not, uh, that Brett Yormark in the Big 12 has just run circles around them. And there's tons of new initiatives. There's tons of excitement around the Big 12. And then this is, you know, Yormark is a guy who likes making announcements. He li- he's a mover and shaker um, he, he likes to have the conference in the public eye. He did the thing recently at Rucker Park in New York City uh, as far as the basketball thing. But, you know, some of that is just PR and marketing. But when you land a Colorado, and quite honestly, again, the timing has been incredible on in all this, to jump ahead of the Pac-12 in the media rights. I mean, Aaron, in this climate with, with ESPN and others, laying people off and and, uh, and everybody's read about all that stuff I don't think the same deal could be done today at the that the that you know that the big 12 got done six seven months ago or whenever it was I don't think they could I don't think you could get that deal done today the timing on it was was wonderful and then the other timing is Aaron Colorado is way more attractive today than they were a year ago I mean the the I mean it, it may be short-sighted but you got to live in the moment, and I mean, I don't. These people that say, "Well, Dion won't be there five years from now," well, maybe not, maybe not. But he is there now, and they are a Power Five team, and they have tremendous interest in their TV games and everything. And George Klivkoff was the first to say, "Yeah, yeah, Colorado adds value." There, you know what Dion, and he's talking about Dion uh, specifically. Dion arriving adds great value. So, I, uh, I, I, the whole thing, uh, it's amazing that it has happened. And it's amazing that 13 years after Colorado left to go to the Pac-12 for various reasons, some of which may have been academics, but, again, it's never totally that. The reason Nebraska, Colorado, Missouri, Texas A&M, the biggest reason they were all gone is because the power base of, of of the conference it was housed in the Metroplex, but it was mainly housed in Austin, and UT lorded over everybody. Now, interestingly, Aaron, this is a point that not a lot of people always make and don't quite understand, but I'll make it. Okay, let's uh, let's go back into the Colorado board meeting. Uh, this is the Board of Regents meeting, and they are about to vote to make things official uh, uh, on their uh, their measure and their, uh, okay, here's the voting. Regent Spiegel? Yes. Regent Vandriel? Yes. And Chair Renison? Yes. So the motion passes. Seeing no further business, is there a motion to adjourn the meeting? <laughs> Thank you. It was moved by Regent McNulty and seconded by Regent Montera. And seeing no objections, we are adjourned. Thank you, everybody, and have a good afternoon. <laughs>
Thanks, everybody. It was done. Pre- and that was quick. Appreciate you guys. Appreciate <laughs> Appreciate y'all coming out. All right. We're, we're no longer in the Pac-12. We're in the Big 12. <laughs> they just did a roll call vote <laughs> in, in all the regions. By the way, Eric. Yeah, it was unanimous. We, uh, the Baylor, uh, Baylor regent meeting would have taken a lot longer because – Baylor's got like 35 regents or something like that, right? And and it sounded to me like Colorado has about 12 or more in the 12 to 15 range. The Bears, the Baptists believe in large committees, lots of talking. Uh, there Maybe there's something to be said for that. Sometimes in the past, I think it's a little harder to move and maybe there's a little too many, you know, I don't know. I don't know what's exactly right. Um, I don't want to... I don't want to say anything, but uh, I'll just say that uh, uh, that board meeting uh, happened in a hurry, and it is over. And uh, and Colorado has uh, officially voted to uh, seek admittance into the Big 12. And uh, last night, um, the Big 12 president's meeting, they voted unanimously to welcome Colorado in. So... Some of this kind of was already done to clear the way. Uh, now all that needs to be done, Aaron, would be, you know, a formal request. They voted to do it. Big 12's already voted to say, y'all come on in. And a formal requ- request to be in a new conference, the way I've read it, can be literally via email. I mean, it's not like we heard that proclamation and there was some whereas and there was some legal type terms in there um it's funny Aaron the huge amount of paperwork and things that go into this and the attorney's fees and when you really get down to it the process involves just shooting an email over like hey um we'd like to be members we want to officially we want to officially request admittance and uh and then it can happen all right, Aaron, sometimes you you fly out to Oxnard and then news happens in other parts of the country, but that's okay. You know, I uh, for years, Aaron, I was on, you know, ESPN 103.3, and we'd be out here. And, like, when Cole Hamels and before that it was Cliff Lee, and we, would, we were, uh, because I was on with Randy Galloway, we were so into the Rangers because he was a former, you know, former uh, Rangers beat writer that we would come out to Cowboys camp and like like basically do no Cowboys interviews and just talk about the Rangers the whole time. After the after the station like <laughs> paid for us to come out and put us up at a hotel and flew us out here <laughs> and we just talked Rangers the whole time. And then honestly, if you think back, 2010, 2011, 12, 13, maybe into 14, that that was the 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 halcyon days of uh, uh, of the Rangers, and so that it seemed appropriate. Although I think our station was kind of wondering why they spent all the money on us to come out here and talk about the Rangers. But Aaron, we spent all the money to come out here and talk about the University of Colorado, and that's interesting to hear them say that, Aaron. It's kind of like the University of Oklahoma. We hear CU and OU so much, we think, well, that's not right. But sometimes it is. Sometimes, like OU, is OU, but it's actually the University of Oklahoma. And listening to them reminds me that Colorado is the same way, University of Colorado. 
Aaron, the only weird thing to me is what must Cincinnati, BYU, <laughs> um, UCF, and Houston think about this? Because kind of like – don't you kind of feel like they're – I mean, they were the ones getting all the excitement, the celebration and all, and now it's like everybody's going crazy with Colorado coming in. Like, do you think they're – Excited about it just because, hey, it makes maybe the conference even more stable or more attractive? Or do you think they're kind of like, oh, well, this is cool, but we kind of wanted it to be <laughs> all about us for a little while? Yeah, I'm sure there's a little of, you know, taking the spotlight from the four new schools so quickly. But I would assume they would be thinking like you and I and most other people that this is great for the conference. It strengthens the conference, not just in the short term, but in the long term. And so it makes the conference that they just joined even more stable. All right, Aaron, we've just done the longest um, opening segment in the history <laughs> of the station. So, uh, and I think it was appropriate. So, um, and who's going to, I mean, Award is extremely laid back about stuff, which I love. Well, some, uh, I mean, so I think, I think we're in good standing. There may have been folks in the past that might have jumped on us a little bit. But, you know, that's not fair. Uh, I mean, you know, Tom would have been totally fine because it's huge news. So I don't want to. Um, so I, I, the truth of it is, I think uh, I think everybody thinks what we did was appropriate, and uh, that was really cool, Aaron. Nice job getting that stream where we could listen in on a live Board of Regents meeting at the University of Colorado. Aaron, that's going to be our new bit. All right, we're even on like just boring stuff. <laughs> Like if they're talking about research or something, mm -hmm. we'll uh, go live to we're them. gonna, yeah, we're gonna go throw it to them. And go, hey, let's check on the University of Colorado's Regents meeting. <laughs> Baylor would never put its Regents meeting on a. Are you listening, Jason Cook? Would you would you please consider that? I wanna I wanna hear, I wanna start hearing the Baylor Board of Regents meetings. Um, uh, publicly, I want I want to stream for that, and we can all sit around and kind of see what the regents are up to. All right, that's my suggestion to uh, Baylor uh, Chief Marketing Officer Jason Cook, President Livingstone, also a big time listener to our show. That's what we want to do. I mean, Aaron, these people at Baylor, these huge uh, you know uh, oh, executives, they still love radio, and and I'm very I think we're uh, fortunate. And, of course, we just recently re-upped with our new uh, partner, Playfly, to carry all the Baylor games, baseball, football, basket, men's and women's basketball, softball, uh, you name it. We do it right here at ESPN Central Texas. All right, um, we'll get you caught up on a, a couple of Cowboys items. And, uh, and then, of course, we'll get right back into this because we do have some Campus Confidential. We'll do a quick reset. Um, on some Cowboys items, and then we'll get to some Campus Confidential and talk more about uh, the official news. University of Colorado, now a member of the Big 12. This is ESPN Central Texas.
Richard Carr GMC is loaded with trucks and they are making deals. Don't settle. Get the best truck. Get a GMC Sierra. Premium quality inside and out. You have to compare a Sierra before you buy. Right now, Richard Carr, get a 2023 GMC Sierra 1500 Pro for $38,200 after discounts. Military first responders save even more. Qualified buyers get 1.9% financing on many new Sierras in stock. See dealer details. Call now, log on now, or get here now to get your Sierra today. Richard Carr, they have the truck for you. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Summer is here and so is home improvement season. It's time to get those windows replaced. Call Universal Windows Direct to Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralite, a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas for a free in-home estimate. Universal Windows Central Texas.com. That's Universal Windows Central Texas.com. Or call 254 301 7760. And be sure to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. The deals at Mission Golf Cars in Waco are hotter than the Central Texas sun. Through the end of July, Mission Golf Cars is offering smoking deals with financing rates as low as 0% on all new EasyGo and Cushman golf cars, off-road buggies, cruisers, and utility vehicles. Plus, we're beating the heat by cooling off prices on our wide selection of used inventory for the golf course, the farm, the neighborhood, or the job site. Come shop our full line of EasyGo and Cushman vehicles in our air-conditioned showroom in South Waco or online at missiongolfcars.com. Financing provided by Sheffield Financial with approved credit. See dealer for financing details listen to the matt mosley show online at syntexsportsfan.com la fiesta restaurant and cantina has been waco's favorite tex-mex since 1963 voted the best fajitas enchiladas and chili can queso around central texas watching the game from home let la fiesta create your fiesta with the mex delicious menu a delicious selection of mexican classics and texas favorites order ahead and pick up or dine in and enjoy the game along with their specialty margaritas you can order online at lafiesta.com or stop on by at 3815 franklin Avenue in Waco, La Fiesta, where passion is the most important ingredient. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. I just wanted to take a quick second and tell you guys that we are available. We have appointments. If you have any questions about cracking your sheetrock, doors sticking, or if you're looking to buy a home and you have concerns, please feel free to give us a call. We'll send somebody out to take a look. Our number is 254-235-4922, or you can find us at fixitjimmy.com. In business since the 1940s, Alamo Steel of Waco delivers over 30,000 tons of steel nationwide every year. And now they're looking to grow their team. They're hiring fitters, welders, machine operators, maintenance and electrical technicians, and supervisors for their plant. Day and evening shifts are available. After 90 days of full-time employment, Alamo Steel offers a comprehensive benefits plan including medical, dental, vision, short and long-term disability, life insurance, 401k, and more. Full-time positions offer 40-plus hours per week. PTO begins day one of full-time employment. Hourly employees are paid weekly. At Alamo Steel, they believe in above-average pay to attract well-qualified individuals. Apply in person Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, 2784 Old Dallas Road, one block off I-35 in Lacey Lakeview.
Matt Mosley, live from Dallas Cowboys Training Camp on ESPN Central Texas. Oh, it is Matt Mosley. The Matt Mosley Show in Oxnard, California. And uh, it's, uh, it's, been a good, it's been a good time out here. In fact, uh, today, uh, interviews, uh, one-on-ones with Dorrance Armstrong, uh, Deuce Vaughn, who played right down the road in Central Texas, became a star at Kansas State. I mean, I guess he was such a star at K-State. He got interviewed a lot. But he just, I'll tell you who he reminds me of. And this is going to sound like a, a weird a weird connection, but for some reason, uh, he, 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 he and Jamal Murray um, have a similar presentation, the great player for the Denver Nuggets. But he's just a, he's just a cool guy, and he's, he's very genuine. Um, he's highly intelligent, uh, just a fun guy to visit with, really is. And, he's, and he has a chance to be uh, one of the more electric players on the team. Now, you know, what's happened early in this camp that's been kind of neat, uh, and, and I tell you what, we'll uh, we'll plan on um, we'll do some more Big Twelve talk at like five twenty-five, but we'll plan on playing Deuce for you, the Deuce interview at about five o'clock or a little after five o'clock, um, and that'll be good. We'll get our some of our crew that's going to be driving home. Um, We'll we'll decide five or five twenty, but probably about five o'clock. We'll do do spawn. Some of this we're usually a very regimented, almost military style show in how minute to minute is planned out. Is that right, Aaron? Is that pretty accurate? Um, I think that's pretty oh, absolutely. Accurate. But <laughs> yes, yes. But we're 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 having to go a little loosey goosey because we've had enormous breaking news, and then we've had all these uh, really fun interviews out here from Cowboys Land, and. You know, what happens is, after the practices, um, now, when I used to do radio here with both, uh, well, I've done it with ESPN Central Texas as well as um, as uh, uh, with, uh, you know, ESPN 103.3 in Dallas, but they would bring different people to us. And those were good interviews because you had them live, kind of one-on-one. But what I kind of like and what I do is I take my phone out to the practice field and then after practice they're all just kind of strolling off the field and if you want to grab somebody you just grab them and that's probably the best thing Aaron about coming out this early is just that you know it's not like they've done a ton of interviews they're kind of cool with it they're all just kind of happy to be out here enjoying the weather having a fun time to start a camp um, later in camp it'll become a little bit more of a slog and I think the thing that can bring great energy later in a camp is if you do a joint pra- practice. I was here when they did one with the Raiders. I remember one year being around when they um, when they did, uh, and, and that was kind of cool because I was staying at the same hotel as where the Raiders stayed, and I got to hang out with a guy that I uh, uh, had, had became great friends with 
in my days at ESPN.com covering the NFC East, and that's Justin Tuck. And uh, he's just a he, – you talk about an incredible guy. People sometimes ask, okay, who are your favorite people to cover in the NFL? And it doesn't take me long to spit them out because some uh, there were a few people that were just great. Brent Selleck, the tight end for the Eagles, was one of them. Um, Jason Campbell, former Auburn and then – uh, Washington uh, Commanders. They were the Redskins back then. Uh, he he was an incredible friend, and I just thought the world of him. And then um, uh, and then Tuck, Justin Tuck. Now Cowboys wise, I mean they just had so many over the years that were that were great to visit with. But Tony was someone I was close to early in my career. Uh, Romo and then Witten and some of those. So anyway, it was. Uh, uh, they were, and I'm trying to think. Oh, I loved, uh, oh, some of the kickers and punters like Matt McBriar was great. Anyway, we'll uh, we can cover some of that later. But uh, uh, we are doing some Cowboys coverage out here and just having an incredible time. And it, it made me kind of think also of Alan Samuels, uh, uh, the dealership, and and Ted Teague and his gang course right there on the uh, out there highway six close to our station in fact but the i've been in a uh, one of those uh, dodge chargers aaron and it just man i just feel the power feel kind of in charge of the road coming in on the 101 it, you just kind of like hey these cars were kind of moving over even the big 18 wheelers hey respect respect for the charger and, um, and they got some amazing deals on chargers over at Allen Samuels, and we really appreciate their big part of this trip. And uh, and just uh, uh, Ted Teague and his gang just doing a great. And that Laramie, whoa, I was just reading recently about some of the deals they have on that Laramie. I think that's that 1500 Laramie package. Unreal what they're doing out there at Allen Samuels. So please keep that in mind. All right, Aaron, it is um, – uh, I, I did right now, by the way, Makwamu um, uh, and Donovan Wilson, who both got hurt yesterday. We did have the news that came out yesterday. Donovan Wilson will be out four to six weeks. Their, their hope is that he's ready for the start of the season. Makwamu came on big time late last season, and, and he did some good things. Um, I, I, you know, he, he won't be out quite as long. But uh, pretty good news today with no injuries and everything was okay. I looked down there to see today who was kind of coming back from injuries. Their thought is the second-round rookie Schoonmaker out of Michigan, the tight end, they would like to get him uh, some action some point in camp. Jordan Lewis is working on the sideline with the team rehab director. Uh, that's Britt Brown and um, uh, one of the athletic trainers. He's uh, and Jordan Lewis looks like he's getting closer. Uh, and I was trying to think if there's anybody else that uh, that started the camp. There was one. There were a couple more that started the camp, maybe on the pup list or whatever. But uh, just wanted to get you caught up on some of that. All right, it is the uh, the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. We just had the breaking news that uh, uh, they made it official. And the University of Colorado, the Board of Regents, voted. We listened to them do it to uh, uh, seek admittance into the Big 12. Big 12 presidents last night reportedly uh, 
uh, voted them in, voted to uh, welcome them in. So it's all happening, and it's all becoming official. More on that next in Campus Confidential. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. Hey folks, Jared Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. I'd like to thank everyone that supports JTC and that our family values your business. Our new inventory is growing daily and our used car inventory is stacking high. So give us the opportunity to earn your business with transparency and zero hidden fees. So give us a call 254-840-3261 or 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We treat you like family. Find new roads. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin, and also at cnbwaco.com. Jesse Britt's Automotive wants to help your car get ready for the Texas heat. Now through Saturday, they're offering free automotive AC checkup with any vehicle service at Jesse Britt's Automotive. Plus, let them help keep your car roadworthy with their computerized alignments discounted for a limited time at only $49.99. The alignments come with free tire rotation and free visual brake inspection. Just mention this ad, Jesse Britt's Automotive. Discounting your prices, not your service. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Introducing the new B.O.B., Ballin' on a Budget Family Pack at Hellberg Barbecue. The B.O.B. Family Pack feeds up to four people. It includes one pound of pork steak, a smoked, then fried half chicken, half pound of sausage, two pint sides, and a pint of their famous banana pudding, all for $40. And Thursdays from 4 until 7, you can save 20% on this deal. The B.O.B. Family Pack is available for just $32. Hellberg Barbecue, 8532 North Highway 6, Waco. In my podcast, Your Money in a Cup of Joe, we talk money management, investments, and retirement in a Q&A style format, helping break down complicated topics. I'm Joe Kalea with Kalea Wealth Management. Look for Your Money in a Cup of Joe on Apple and Spotify. Kalea Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Did you know there are more Lego figures than there are actual people on Earth? Did you know that a well-known fast food chain once created bubblegum-flavored broccoli? Or how about that gorillas burp when they're happy? Hi there, this is the Foundation Doctor, and I like teaching you new things. When it comes to foundation repair, there are a lot of things to learn, and you can get overwhelmed in a hurry. What kind of peers? How do they work? What kind of warranty? What about my plumbing? Don't get overwhelmed. Don't get sucked into that vortex of this guy versus that guy or this method or that. At The Foundation Doctor, we offer more methods and options than anyone in town. We've been doing this a long time, and we know what works. Let us teach you what we know and guide you through this most challenging process. It doesn't have to be painful. So give the doctor a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. 
Campus Confidential is brought to you by Jim Turner Chevrolet, where they say we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor, and we treat you like family. Check them out at turnerchevy.com. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. Oh, it is Matt Mosley, and it is time for Campus Confidential, a very special one today. Now, we are coming to you live from Cowboys Camp in uh, Oxnard, California, and in the 5 o'clock hour, we've got some uh, treats for you. Uh, in fact, uh, we've got a interview coming up. Uh, we, we talked to Deuce Vaughn today. We talked to Dorrance Armstrong had some conversations with um, with uh, Mike McCarthy. Uh, Mike McCarthy was really good during his news conference today, talking about uh, play calling and and uh, and then he kind of got into um, um, wh- what he's do- done to to kind of get ready to call plays this year and and um, what he did in looking back at when he first started calling plays in 2000 when he was with the New Orleans Saints and so. This led to kind of a funny back and forth that I had with Mike McCarthy, and we'll listen to that at some point in the five o'clock hour today. But um, it it uh, it really is um, an interesting time, and we had um, the we were able to listen in to the uh, Board of Regents meeting. Aaron was able to uh, tap into the stream. And they just, it was right out there for everybody to see. Kudos to the University of Colorado for just putting the link out there. And I guess the thought was, hey, we're, we're not trying to hide this. Let's just be right out in the open with it. And uh, sure enough, they, they took a vote. Uh, it was a unanimous vote. And then uh, there was also different statements that uh, some of the board members made. But we heard from the president. Heard from uh, President George, uh, Rick George, who used to be, by the way, an official with um, the Texas Rangers uh, baseball organization. And Rick George had a few comments, but uh, they voted unanimously to seek admittance into the Big 12. And, uh, Aaron, there was a a kind of a humorous moment early in when we uh, went into the stream and I think it might have been one of the one of the board of regents. It could have been the chair, but whoever it was talking said that you know, hey, we're we have uh, voted to uh, to go into the Pac-12. <laughs> there, he's kind of caught himself. He's like, I I mean the Big Twelve. <laughs> so I guess the old habits die hard. And uh, Aaron, I'm sure Klevikov really appreciated Rick George, the AD, stopping to say we just wanted to thank, thank you know, for our great time here in the Pac-12. <laughs> I'm sure that made everybody feel better as they uh, depart. And let's see, the Big 12 came about circa 1996, and uh, the SWC, some SWC teams, and some Big 8 teams. Uh, collaborated uh, famously or infamously, as some might say, and that happened in around 1996. And Colorado was a member uh, until about, I I think I read last night, 2010, and then they went off to the Pac-12. And now they have come back home to the Big 12. And Aaron, I, I can't say, I mean, I always thought it was kind of fun to play Colorado and stuff. Going back to even when I was in school and it were, they were not in the same conference, 
uh, and there was the Big Eight, and, and the uh, the Bears were still in the SWC. I mean, those were those were fun moments. Uh, there were some moments even after Baylor had a huge win in 1991, and then Grant Taft took a team in 1986, uh, took a team to the Blue Bonnet Bowl and uh, beat Bill McCartney's Colorado team. Bill, Bill McCartney in 1990, Colorado won a national championship. So there is some, some really good history at Colorado. Later they would have, I think, Rick Neuheisel. Was it Gary Burnett, Gary Barnett or Rick Neuheisel? I think Neuheisel may have coached there at one point. And, and they had some really weird stuff happen uh, post-McCartney. But they, knew, they have Dion now. And it becomes a, a much more attractive school. Now, Aaron, you've been monitoring this story and looking, and you, you and I were comparing notes. Pete Thamel had a pretty interesting, long story today that we've been kind of uh, piecing through. What, uh, what else do you have to kind of uh, share with us about the, the huge news of the day, which is Colorado officially joining, uh, uh, voting to join the Big 12? A lot of people said it would never happen, but it did. Colorado is rejoining the Big 12. Started yesterday with Pete Thamel reporting that the Big 12 would hold a meeting last night to approve Colorado for membership, which did happen. And as heard earlier right here on ESPN Central Texas, the Colorado Board of Regents within the hour also voted unanimously to leave the Pac-12 and join the Big 12. The vote marks a return to the conference that Colorado left, as Matt mentioned in 2010 the school is expected to join the big 12 in 2024 and is expected to join the big 12 at a pro on a pro rata basis which is an average of 31.7 million so they will join and immediately get a full share which the four new schools are not so that's one thing it's different about Colorado Joint. They're coming in as a full share member uh, as opposed to Houston, UCF, BYU, and Cincinnati. Yeah, and Aaron, I I got a sense that there may be, um, I mean, that, again, that was part of the genius of what your mark um, and, and what makes the conference so attractive to these these Pac-12 teams who are now sort of in peril, um, it, is that in that deal? And you got to credit our friend at Endeavor who helped handle some of those negotiations as well. But a, a, a clause was added to that contract, and it, it had to do with that pro rata part you're talking about. That any Power Five team that came in would come in at the same level as the other schools. Now, you know, what I kind of hope is that BYU and, and all these other schools get there pretty quickly because, again, what causes issues in a conference are are, are two things. One is if there's a, a, a thought that, you know, well, we're paying these other schools are getting a way bigger share. I mean, that generally does not make anybody feel great. And the other is a school like Texas that seems to get every consideration, and because of who they were, they were given uh, 
they were given the uh, uh, the Longhorn Network, and that was the final straw, really, for Texas A and M. You know, by that point, Nebraska and Colorado and Missouri had already decided to go, but um, but the final straw, at least for Missouri and, and for sure Texas A and M, was that Longhorn Network. Missouri may have already been on the on the way out, but uh, but that played a big role. Now, the reason the Big Twelve held together even after all those schools left, because this is kind of instructive for the Pac-12, was because the most powerful athletic director in America was named DeLos Dodds. And he was at the University of Texas. And the president at the time, this is back, I don't know, 2008 maybe, the president at the time of Texas or the chancellor was Bill Powers, and Bill had gone to Cal Berkeley, and all this thought of getting them, getting the Longhorns out there, and getting them in there with Cal Berkeley and Stanford, and and from an academic, intellectual standpoint, he loved it. And DeLos Dodds said, "I know you're the president, and I I like you, Bill, but I run this show, I run this athletic department," and he held. Because of, and of course, that's they that then led to them the Longhorn Network. And in fact, the loss didn't even want TCU really or West Virginia. He did not believe in the strength and numbers concept. He he didn't want to share. He he wanted Texas to have everything, and and to not split the way up two uh, two other ways. Um, and Chuck Ninus. An old, old, uh, long-time college football or college administrator, used to be, I think, at Nebraska back in the day, was serving as the interim athletic uh, comp- commissioner. This is after Dan Beebe was fired by the Big 12. And he convinced Loss, hey, we need TCU in West Virginia. We need to get it back to 10 at least. And that's how that all went down. But I'm telling you, the Big 12 would have just disbanded and would not still be in place if not for the lost odds. And then before that, that the uh, R. Bowen, whatever his name was, Lofton or whoever that whoever that president was at Texas A&M played a big role. Before Texas A&M actually left, they kind of hung in there, and that was around 2008. And... And so he kind of played a role in keeping the conference together at that point. But, again, all of that was a reminder that Texas A&M and Texas kind of ran everything because, Aaron, uh, hopefully some folks are enjoying the old history lesson here. But uh, as I recall, around that time, around 2009 or 10, um, uh, or maybe it's 2008, OU tried to make a move, and they were considering maybe going to the SEC, uh, and and Texas just put the kibosh on them and said, hey, just a reminder, we run this conference, and and you're not you're not going anywhere, and and so OU was kind of put in its place, and um, and uh, I know there's some Sooners out there. Mosley, that's not how it happened. Well, it kind of did. It kind of did. If you'll look back and read the stories, OU 
totally uh, wanted to go and was 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 basically told get in line get back here and and mind your business because the longhorns are running this show and uh, and that's the way it is and then of course those two are now going together to the sec there has been your uh, history lesson for the day aaron anything else you wanted to to get to as we continue to follow this story i do have one update i wanted to read and this just was tweeted out a couple of minutes ago by Brett McMurphy from the Action Network, who's been all over this story the entire time. His tweet says, The Big 12 will add between one and three schools to join Colorado in 2024, sources told the Action Network. The league will first seek others from the Pac-12 to join. If none do so, the Big 12 would add one group of five school, and he lists UConn, Memphis, San Diego State, and UNLV to reach an even number of teams in 2024. Yeah, I wouldn't do it to just to reach an even number. I, I I would only do it if if you just truly think there's somebody that adds value. And this is an area where Brett has faced a little bit of blowback from some of the ADs in the Big Twelve. Is that while UConn obviously just won a national title in basketball and they're extremely strong. They don't bring much to the table football-wise. In fact, um, a couple of those other schools you mentioned, uh, I mean, San Diego State, I don't think I would put UNLV in this because they're not that great at football. Um, in fact, I would be more interested in SMU over UNLV. I would be more interested in Boise State almost than San Diego State. Um, and that it sounds crazy because San Diego State just had this incredible run in basketball, but you can't get caught in the moment. Like, Boise State has historically had great football. So I, 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 I sort of have a, I have a bit of a – I, I kind of like – like if you said I, I, we could have UConn or Boise State, it would be pretty close for me because of how much better I feel like Boise State's football program and facilities are, and also because their AD is a good friend of mine, uh, Jeremiah Dickey. So that may, have, that may play a tiny bit of a role in some of my analysis. I wanted to be, I wanted to be transparent on that. All right, Aaron, good stuff. Uh, uh, as we continue to talk about uh, the huge news of the day that uh, Colorado has officially voted uh, it's Board of Regents to join the Big 12. This is really happening, and there's simply not anything the Pac-12 can do. I mean, you could go do lawsuits. I mean, that's what Judge Starr tried to do when A&M was leaving. He tried to sue them, and, uh, and it didn't really go anywhere. He dropped that pretty quickly, as I recall. Um, it is the uh, Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. We'll hear from one of the Cowboys' exciting new players that's next espn central texas is your home of the texas rangers hey folks Derek scott here with jim turner chevrolet i'd like to thank everyone that supports jtc and that our family values your business our new inventory is growing daily and our used car inventory is stacking high so give us the opportunity to earn your business with transparency and zero hidden fees so give us a call 254-840-3261 or 24-7 at turnerchevy.com and remember folks we're just a heartbeat away in mcgregor we treat you like family find new roads 
Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at myatfuels.net. That's myatfuels.net. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Find sports news, streaming, and show podcast at CentexSportsFan.com. The deals at Mission Golf Cars in Waco are hotter than the Central Texas sun. Through the end of July, Mission Golf Cars is offering smoking deals with financing rates as low as 0% on all new EasyGo and Cushman golf cars, off-road buggies, cruisers, and utility vehicles. Plus, we're beating the heat by cooling off prices on our wide selection of used inventory for the golf course, the farm, the neighborhood, or the job site. Come shop our full line of EasyGo and Cushman vehicles in our air-conditioned showroom in South Waco or online at missiongolfcars.com. Financing provided by Sheffield Financial with approved credit. See dealer for financing details. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Everson Tractors has provided you with affordable and reliable top-of-the-line Branson tractors for over 30 years. And they're excited to announce that Branson has now teamed up with TYM to combine their forces. Everson's commitment to exceptional service, outstanding value, and innovative machinery is now bigger, stronger, and better. If you're a full-time rancher or weekend warrior, come see the all-new lineup of TYM tractors today at the locally owned and operated Everson Tractor Sales in Robinson, where service is our name. From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Hellberg Barbecue, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Marineland Boating Center, Myatt Fuels, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Well, it is Matt Mosley. The Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome to the 5 o'clock hour from Oxnard, California. Out here for Cowboys training camp. And, uh, well, we've had some really interesting uh, interviews. Uh, uh, Dorrance Armstrong, Cowboys defensive end, Deuce Vaughn. Uh, we've also had the huge news today that we'll get back into at about 520 or 525 um, that uh, the, uh, the Colorado is joining 
the Big 12. The Board of Regents made it official today. Uh, all the reports seem to suggest uh, uh, or suggested absolutely that it was happening. Today it becomes official. Last night the Big 12 presidents voted uh, unanimously to welcome Colorado into the fold. And then, uh, Aaron, um, the Big 12 has put out a statement as of about 30 minutes ago, and it's, uh, it's a statement from the commissioner. And in true your mark fashion, it simply says they're back. <laughs> so um really uh, a momentous occasion um in uh in the life of the uh the conference and i mean it is it is really uh interesting to see all this play out and um i i just i i'm just amazed um uh, you know, at how quickly all this has happened. And uh, really, really, uh, I mean, it, it doesn't feel quick because we've been hearing these reports for so long, but uh, fascinating stuff happening today uh, as we're here in Oxnard. Now, Aaron, this is, uh, this is re- with great pleasure, uh, I bring you someone from the, uh, uh, well, he just, he's, a, he's part of our Central Texas group. He went up to Kansas State became a star there, and now is a, a great one with uh, the Cowboys. Let's hear from uh, the uh, the Cowboys' rookie running back. Here is uh, my conversation, along with Ed Werder. We were doing this also for the Doomsday podcast. Here is some of our visit with uh, Deuce Vaughn, Cowboys' rookie running back. Is it made on you in terms of the opportunity you're getting? Oh, uh, just one of those opportunities that you want to just grab by, by the horns and just take every single opportunity you can get. Anytime I'm on the field with uh, any one of these guys, just in a room with Tony Pollard, in a room with uh, these guys that have been uh, with the Cowboys for quite some time, just learning everything I can to become a vet, become a pro while I'm a rookie, just learning exactly how to move, exactly how to go about your business when you go into football, how you practice, uh, because it's not college anymore, it's, 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 it's pro football, and I just... Trying to get my feet up under me and, and learn from every single person that's inside the game. Are they loose? Are they holding back as far as like trying to ease you into? But I think there's a lot of different ways they could use you. Have they? Have you already even in some of these practices? Seems like you're in some different spots. Are you kind of showing them, you know, how multiple you can be? Yeah. Uh, whatever they throw at me, uh, I'm, I'm 100% willing to do. Uh, uh, however long or however uh, fast they want to put me in and do different things, I'm, I'm going to take everything that I can. And I'm going to show them what I can do. Uh, that's that's probably the biggest thing for myself. Especially with only being day two, is uh, as much as they put on my plate, uh, I'm going to take every single, every single crumb. It's, it seems like maybe you have an advantage in terms of getting more opportunities than you ordinarily might have because they released Ezekiel Elliott in the offseason and Tony Pollard's coming back from his injury and they're slowly ramping him up. Does that create uh, more reps for you? Of course. Uh, that's the, the biggest thing is uh, myself, uh, Ronald Jones, uh, Malik Davis, and Enrico uh, Dowdle, and even Hunter uh, Lepp. Who's playing at the fullback, running back uh, kind of hybrid? We're all getting those touches, and we're all having an opportunity to come out here and express our talents and express the way we play football. Just uh, so, uh, so taking it day by day uh, for all of us, and then also in the film room, whenever we're in the meeting room, just helping each other out, uh, being there for each other, because we understand that even though we're competing, uh, you know, we're teammates. And we want to come out here and put the best foot forward. Mike uh, McCarthy in his press conference today was talking about 
you mentioned you by name, Brandon Cooks by name, as versatile type space players. Uh, given that and the fact he's known to play rookies and, and give them significant roles, is that encouraging to someone like you? Absolutely. Uh, it gives you the confidence as a rookie to, to say, okay, the, the head coach, the, the office coordinator, and, and staff uh, believes in playing uh, younger guys. If they come out and show them, they're able to play. Uh, so it puts a, puts a huge vote of confidence in myself and, and even guys that are on the defense side of the ball and, uh, and playing different positions to come in here and, and take every opportunity like we were talking about earlier. It's come out here and put your best foot forward and uh, uh, understanding that if you come out here and play well, that, that they're going to be able to, to, to put you in and have that confidence in you. What's the best advice that Tony Pollard has given you up to this point, would you say, in the time you've been around him? Continue to be yourself. Uh, he, Tony Pollard, he came in as a fourth-round draft pick whenever he came. So he's one of those guys that wasn't it wasn't given to him. He, he worked for it, and uh, now that he's the, the featured back, uh, you get to see exactly what that work over these past uh, years have done for him. As he's, he's an unbelievable football player, uh, mentally, physically, and the way that he runs out here. So he, it's really really cool to see him uh, and how he ascended. And he kind of told me and told uh, Hunter Lucky, just everybody, just keep working, uh, keep going at it, uh, the day to day grind, and just become better every single day, and everything will fall into place. You're listening to Matt Mosley and Ed Werder's interview with Dallas Cowboy Ricky running back Deuce Vaughn. Um, what do you think you how, how do you use your size to your advantage? Uh, for myself, especially whenever you're running inside, uh, uh, being able to hide in, in, in the trees in a sense, when you got a guy like Tyler Smith and Zach Martin and uh, uh, Tyler Smith and those guys and Terrence Steele and I mean, all the entire O line, uh, being able to use that to my advantage. Uh, if the linebackers can't, if you can't see the linebackers, they can't see you, you can kind of feel where they're going. Uh, I've kind of been able to use that throughout my time in college and uh, whenever it's time to pop on it coming from the, the post as a safety, it's going to be hard to see where I'm coming out of, and then by then I'm up on your toes. And just my versatility as well, whenever it comes to running uh, outside of the backfield, uh, getting into to, to, to tight spaces, getting into uh, sitting down in the screens and being able to the way people can speak up or something, just things like that. Just trying to bring my abilities to the table and uh, whatever, whatever the country staff is doing, you're doing that. Who, who are the players of your stature that you've either modeled your game after or have you've watched enough yeah. that it convinces you that you can get this opportunity? Uh, Darren Sproles, of course, uh, have his number on my phone to this day. Got to meet him my sophomore year at Kansas State with him just being an alumni. And, man, I talk to him as much as I can. I mean, he was in my exact same position uh, coming in when he was at San Diego. Five, 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 six guy, 185 pounds. And uh, he did it. Played 15 years in the league and is number six all the time in uh, Africa's yards. I mean, that's the blueprint. That's the guy. So if you're going to go and ask any questions to anyone about being successful at this level at that size, he's the, he's the 100% go-to. But, of course, watching guys like Wes Welker, uh, watching guys like Barry Sanders back then, it's my favorite. Favorite player is Barry Sanders. I watched him growing up. But uh, I really got into Wes Welker uh, these, these past co- couple of years just because of his path, wherever he got to uh, uh, um, the NFL. It was, it was bumpy. Uh, he, he made the team off of, off of the special, special teams, teams, gets cut, goes to the Dolphins, starts making name for himself, plays against Patriots. Patriots pick him up, and he's able to, to rattle off a, a, a 13-year career. And just things like that, just uh, the way that he was 5'8", five, 5'7", five, five, you know, uh, just just looking at the, the blueprints, like I would say, of the guys that do successful for How excited are you to get to these preseason games? I'm super excited. It feels like it's been so long since I played football, uh, playing the Sugar Bowl on, uh, on New Year's Eve. And, I mean, now football season's back, and I'm super excited to get out there. What's the newest route you've kind of added to your game that maybe you didn't run at Kansas, Kansas State? I'm trying to think. I mean, 
couple of couple of out routes with return routes and things like that from uh, from the slot. Uh, just a couple of things I didn't do at Kansas State. I mean, uh, I ran almost every single route uh, in the tree at Kansas State whenever I got to my junior year, just because, like, like I said earlier, that confidence with uh, talking to the the, the, the the coaching staff and being able to say that I have these things I can do and just showing them throughout practices and things like that. Of uh, a couple of return routes and things like that, and uh, just just trying to take everything that I can do. Did any of your K State coaches or teammates reach out to you to kind of tell you good luck or anything before training camp? Absolutely. Uh, Felix Ayudika Uzama is my, he's my roommate for the past uh, two and a half years at Kansas State. Uh, he just got started with the Chiefs uh, this past week. Uh, and man, we text every single day. Uh, Julius Brent started with the Colts uh, this past week as well. A uh, good friend of mine from Kansas State. So we all, we're all on a group thread and we're kind of giving each other some good luck going into camp and uh, just telling each other, go and do what you do. Uh, we've been able to see each other uh, put in the work at Kansas State for the past three years. And now, uh, man, you're, you're living the dream. You're a professional athlete, but uh, the work doesn't stop you. One of, the, one of the best ways for a young player to make a team is to contribute on special teams. What are you doing in that regard? Uh, for myself, uh, personal protector on court. Uh, just finding ways to be able to, to say that I can be versatile. Uh, talking with Kevontae Turpin, working out with Kevontae Turpin. I mean, unbelievable, explosive. <laughs> kick return to college and a pro bowl guy. Why wouldn't you want to talk to him and, and, and be an understudy to him? Uh, just so that whenever say your time does come in a, in a preseason game to be able to show uh, that you can do that as well. Uh, it's probably the biggest thing for me. Last question for me anyway. Your dad is obviously a member of the scouting department out yep. here. He recused himself from any evaluations of you as the team made this decision. You've seen the video of how emotional it was when you were when you were chosen and all it meant to him. What's it been like with him out here? Have you been able to engage with him very often? Yeah, uh, I mean, even just today walking out here, I got to see him uh, as we were both walking onto the field. And uh, it's the first time my dad seen me practice ever. Uh, he was he was a coach throughout my time in high school and then ended up coming uh, whenever I got to college, of course. Uh, being 10 hours away, uh, he couldn't come. This is my first, this is the first time seeing practice. It was really, really cool to, to have him on the sidelines, knowing that uh, I mean, one of your biggest supporters is out there with you. Uh, it's really, really cool. This entire journey, this entire uh, just. It's, it's really, really cool. It's it's All the football players he's seen, that's his life, and he's never seen you until the other day. <laughs> Any thoughts on uh, on Colorado coming to the uh, Big 12? Just saw that. And I think that's really, really big for the Big 12. I think that's really, really big for Colorado as well. Uh, man, you see the, the teams that came in, Cincinnati and Houston and UCF. Mm -hmm. uh, and I mean, BYU, yeah. BYU, I mean, that's just great for the Big 12. I mean, more competition, uh, more games uh, to be played. Uh, I'm super excited for Kansas State this year. I think they're going to they're gonna have a great season. And to have Colorado coming in just in 2024 is only going to help them as well. All right. And um, Kansas State is uh, uh, Deuce's alma mater. Just won the Big 12 championship. And, uh, and we'll be back for more. That was fun talking to Deuce. And, again, some of these interviews you'll be able to hear on something called the Doomsday Podcast. Ed Werder and I do that, uh, and so that's kind of cool. To, uh, in fact, uh, um, I'll give you a little bit of a, uh, a preview uh, here in the next couple of days, Aaron, before I have to, to head back. Uh, the offense coordinator for the Cowboys, uh, Brian Schottenheimer, is, uh, is going to uh, sit down with us and visit. And so that'll be kind of cool to, to get to hear from him. And uh, his father, Marty Schottenheimer, was, uh, 
Uh, one of the great coaches in NFL history was just named a semifinalist for the uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame. And uh, as uh, uh, Mike McCarthy said today, he would not uh, uh, be here uh, in the you know coaching and certainly not uh, the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys without his time with Marty Schottenheimer. And uh, they, uh, he, he just had a remarkable, remarkable uh, career. Um, I will say t- today that, uh, and I'll tell you what, we might in this uh, in this next segment, we might let you hear a, just a little of a fun back and forth I had with uh, with Mike McCarthy. I'll set that up for you, and uh, and we can do that. And in the coming days, we'll get to hear from Dorrance Armstrong. We still have some from Tony Pollard. We had a lot to share with you, and uh, of course, we'll do tomorrow. I'll go out to practice Saturday. And then we'll have all kind of we'll have, may have some stuff left over to play for you on Monday um, as well. But uh, the uh, the Cowboys today, Aaron, the um, you know it was just I, I thought that uh, some of these receivers. I mean, it's it's fun to watch Brandon Cooks, the speed with which he plays. Uh, Trayvon Diggs, Cowboys just being cautious. Uh, uh, they, they didn't indicate there was any problem, but Diggs did not practice today. Uh, Cowboys cornerback who just signed the huge deal. So we'll keep our ear to the ground and make sure everything's okay on that front. Uh, they did have some uh, DBs go down yesterday. In fact, four or six weeks, uh, uh, the uh, Donovan Wilson starting safety is out. And then a really nice, uh, uh, another safety, Israel uh, McQuamu, uh got hurt as well. His was more of a, uh, the, the, it was a calf injury for Donovan Wilson the uh, the injury to McQuamu was more of a, like a hamstring or something like that, and it just did not seem like it was going to hamper him for long. It's just uh, it's not great for them to be out of camp already. Got some news today uh, that um, uh, Schoonmaker, second round tight end out of Michigan, that uh, Mike McCarthy does think he'll be uh, uh, ready to go uh, some point in camp. Doesn't know exactly when, but at some point in camp. Uh, he'll be good to go. Uh, C.D. Lamb was doing his thing today, making plays. Uh, I alluded to the the, uh, the uh, interview I had with Dorrance Armstrong. I'll, I'll just say Dorrance Armstrong has quietly become like an incredibly valuable member of this team. And I think for a while he was kind of year to year just trying to make the team. And so it's kind of amazing that he's become, you know, a real steadying influence and um, and become a, a really you know a dedicated part of this team. I mean, I after uh, after Micah, Trayvon, and then maybe uh, Demarcus Lawrence. I, I I think you I think you have to say that maybe Dorrance is next of that crew. There's some guys uh, Odigazua and, and and Gallimore has certainly had his moments, but boy Dorrance Armstrong. Uh, coming off a really, really nice season. Also, Aaron out here reminded of some of the, the players that uh, uh, have have helped the Cowboys, especially last season. Uh, Fowler, Fowler's out here. Um, who was the rookie, Aaron? Sam Williams. Uh, good to see him. I mean, I, I just it, – it's kind of wild to me to watch some of these guys go from, like, their rookie season to – to looking kind of like seasoned veterans. And and I was just looking at Williams, and I was looking at Fowler today. Williams is the younger player who's now going into his second year. They're just, I mean, these are really good edge players, and the Cowboys have quite a few of them. 
And, you know, not all of them, obviously, are as electric as Micah Parsons, but they're good. These are good players. And um, we'll uh, hopefully tomorrow it'd be nice to hear from Micah Parsons. And uh, who knows, maybe Ed and I will try to, to grab him and get him off to the side. But uh, really, really good stuff as we continue to uh, monitor Cowboys training camp live here in Oxnard, California. We'll do a little more um, Cowboys training camp talk, and then we'll jump back into Colorado making it official today that they are uh, the Buffaloes. Uh, the Buffs are joining the Big 12. Uh, I, I, again, I, I shouldn't say I'm shocked because we've been hearing about it. But, Aaron, it's one thing to talk about the Four Corner Schools in Colorado, and it was fun to talk about. It's another when it actually happens. And now Brett McMurphy reporting that uh, there's a belief that the uh, the Big 12 will add one to three more schools in this next part of the process. Um, Aaron, I think that's by, by the start of 2024. Is that the way McMurphy reported that? Yes. Yeah. Pretty, uh, pretty remarkable stuff when you think about it. And Brett, let's give Brett credit. He was the first one to say this thing is happening for sure. But the people who did the legwork on the reporting was Pete Thamel from ESPN, um, uh, who had the initial report, and then Ross Dellinger with uh, with Yahoo Sports. So I want to give proper credit where it's due. All right, the Matt Mosley show. Uh, is the the top uh, the top afternoon show um, in uh, in uh, Central Texas is will continue on and I should say Aaron the top let's call it the top two hour show all right I do not want to uh, because I do love the John Morris show as well but uh, let's uh, let's jump into some uh, uh, some Cowboys and Big Twelve talk let's do it next. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. Every man has his special tool that he likes to carry around with him. That tool belongs in a special place, a toolbox. Because if you lose your tool, well, driving a truck around without a toolbox is like driving an emasculated truck. Hi, Jay here to let you know that at Pickup Outfitters, we believe in masculinity. So we carry virtually every kind of toolbox. Cross boxes, chest boxes, side mounts, toolboxes for flatbeds, steel, aluminum, black ones, white ones, shiny ones. Big, sturdy toolboxes. But in some cases, small toolboxes are okay because it's not always the size of the toolbox that matters. It's how you use it. Every working man has the right to protect his tools in a toolbox. So guys, do not run around with your tools exposed. Put them in a toolbox from Pickup Outfitters, where every day we fight the good fight to end truck nudity. Pickup Outfitters at 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco or check out our website at createacommotion.com. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. 
Make this the summer that you go big. Say big during the Make This the Summer sales event at Allen Samuels. This month, get a legendary 2023 Dodge Challenger or Dodge Charger SXT, GT, or RT with total values up to $2,000. That's right, and if you are a first responder, you get an extra $500 off. Allen Samuels in Waco is the place to shop for Dodges. Shop the greatest selection in Central Texas and find the hot rod for you. Visit in-store today or browse online at allensamuelsdcj.com while supplies last. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. This date's going really well. We're going to be such a great couple. Whoa, uh, I think you're going a little fast. Yeah, I know, I know. We just met, but we've got chemistry. I think you better slow down. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. I thought you were feeling it too. I'm feeling like you're driving too fast. Slow the car down, please. Speeding is dangerous, and speeding tickets are costly. Oh, <laughs> that's funny. You were talking about my driving. <sighs> I was talking about both. Be safe. Drive smart. A message from TechStot. Quicker games. More action. Baseball looks different in 2023. So do the Texas Rangers. Summer is fun again in Arlington. Make your plans to catch a game or two this season at Globe Life Field. More teams than ever are coming to face the Rangers. Great matchups, lively crowds, and climate-controlled comfort await you at the ballpark, along with fun giveaways and City Connect Fridays. Grab your tickets at rangers.com. Jesse Britt's Automotive wants to help your car get ready for the Texas heat. Now through Saturday, they're offering free automotive AC checkup with any vehicle service at Jesse Britt's Automotive. Plus, let them help keep your car roadworthy with their computerized alignments discounted for a limited time at only $49.99. The alignments come with free tire rotation and free visual brake inspection. Just mention this ad, Jesse Britt's Automotive. Discounting your prices, not your service. Matt Mosley, live from Dallas Cowboys Training Camp on ESPN Central Texas. It is Matt Mosley, and uh, we are coming to you live from Cowboys Training Camp, Oxnard, California, having a big time out here. And uh, we've also got the huge news today about uh, Colorado, and it's happened. It's happened, and, and as we were just talking about, it's. Uh, I I understand why some people are in a little bit of shock because as much as we talked about it, for Colorado to do it and get so fed up with the lack of a deal. And, and sort of sitting out there and not having the stability, they decided to take the burden of hand and take the guaranteed $31.7 million. Now, Aaron, what we were talking about earlier, I want to get back into. How does this make the four new schools feel that are coming from uh, a group of five, because in a sense, what they're saying is, yeah, you're you're power, you're you're a power five team now, you know. Welcome to the party, we we love you, but you didn't. That's not what you were when you came in, and and it's not anybody's fault. I mean, the the genius of your mark and endeavor and everybody who got that negotiation done, the genius part of it was not even so much. The large amount of money for each, the guarantee for each school. 
it was the pro rata deal that assured any future Power 5 team would get a full share. Because in, in getting that, the conference became more attractive. And, I mean, I, I guarantee you, there are schools in the ACC, I mean, maybe even, maybe even like Florida State or, or I mean, you think about because UCF's coming into the Big 12. I mean, there are teams in the ACC that would love to get out of that mess and, and to do something that, because the truth of the matter is, before we know it, Aaron, it'll be, you know, 2031 or whatever that is, 2020, what is the, when's the, this Big 12 thing up? You know off the top of your head, Aaron, it, it's, I mean, that. It's a five-year deal, and it starts in 2025, so 2030, at the end of 2030. Okay. I mean, that'll happen a lot faster than we think, and and then it'll be time to to jump back in there and and uh, and figure this all out again. I mean, it, it's uh, and and so that next move is part of the reason and what makes the Big Twelve so attractive. You want to get as good as you can get, and you want to take advantage each time there is a wave of realignment, because it's generally not just you know the the o the o u and u t leads to four schools jumping out of the a a c into the big twelve well three and then an independent b y u um there's always another shoe to drop it's hard to imagine that Colorado leaving the pac twelve that's the only thing that's going to happen. There will be other moves that are made. Unfortunately for Oregon and Washington, the Big Ten, Tony Petiti, the new commissioner, seems to be pretty content with the way things are because they just got USC and UCLA, and they won't have them, uh, not this season, it'll be the following season. So I don't think they're dying to add i mean i don't know what i don't know if it's right or wrong but i just think that's the way they sit right now now could they offer them something at a lower rate i i don't know i mean like if if the big 12 could get oregon and washington right now and 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 they were excited about the 31.7 million which they would get in a pro rata deal, um, man, I would just, I would go after them in a heartbeat. Um, Aaron, I just think while Arizona basketball is particularly interesting to all of us, the thought of Oregon football and, um, and, and, and you, in University of Washington football, I mean, Listen, that is a storied place. And that's the, I think Washington's the last team to have gone to the college football playoff from the Pac-12. Am I right, Aaron? Like, wasn't that 2016 or something like that, or 2017? That was Chris Peterson at Washington. Um, So, I mean, that's a pretty dynamic deal. Now, Aaron, when we'll get back into this a little bit, I thought it would be kind of fun here to 
um, we got this Mike McCarthy audio, and uh, I mean, I, I just, I really, uh, you know, I really enjoyed listening to Mike today. And so the part you're going to hear is the follow-up to something he had just said at the podium, which was um, he he bragged on his. I mean, he 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 didn't brag on it. He he looked back at at the play calling he did with the um, the Saints when you know, like started in 2000 was the first time he did play calling and his play calling with the Packers and he went back and looked at some of that to to kind of see you know what he was doing and he said he used part of his off season to look back at some of those years and, and and some of that which we found I found to be very interesting and so at the start of this audio you'll hear Todd Archer, one of my good friends, a longtime morning news guy who's now with ESPN.com, um, he follows up on that, and then I follow up on it, which leads to kind of some fun moments with Mike McCarthy. Was that a Door County thing where you did all that stuff? No, it was actually my, I have an office um, back at the house there. You know, and they've been, I was actually watching some old quarterback scripts taken. Right? I sent some of it to Dak, just, you know, to all of them, some of the guys, you know, some of Billy Joe Tolliver and Jeff Blake and those guys were in it. So, but, uh, yeah, just just going back through it. You know? how, how were you as a play caller in 2000 when you went back through it? Did you feel pretty good about your well, work? I, well, I didn't go back and study my play calling. <laughs> it worked out okay. I think I was assistant coach of the year or something. Look at that. <laughs> Google me. Google me, coach. Google me. <laughs> How does CD and Brandon complement each other? Oh shoot! Um, you know, number one, I think we talked about earlier, playing multiple positions. You know, um, you know, we had some great clips just in the in the cut-ups today when Brandon was in Houston. Some of the routes that he was uh, very successful with from the slot, so the ability to play inside and outside. So, you know, I, I think that dynamic is something that we need to utilize. As well as the speed pairing with CDs. Oh, you mean the skills? Yeah, speed. He's rare. He's he's fast and he plays fast all the time. So yeah, he's. He's unique, and, and you hear you hear his teammates talk about his speed. Excuse me, I think that's you know the players know, and uh, everybody feels the speed. How enjoyable was the matchup yesterday between Cooks and Gilbert? Oh yeah, no, it's, it's great work, and they've obviously done it before. So no, it's and them, them two guys you know spend a lot of time together too. So, uh, but yeah, the, the, the work the work we're getting here. I feel like it'll be great. I mean, you talk about iron, sharp and iron. We're, we're going to get that done. You've seen enough of Gilmore. He can still run in, with, the, with the guys. Yeah, absolutely. How much are you looking okay? forward to going against Dan Quinn, I guess, and calling plays and going against each other in practice? Yeah, I, th- I think we'll get into that later, you know, down the line. I mean, we're, we're reviewing our installs now. So, you know, sometimes, it, you know, it, it'll be you know, weighed one way or the other. But, yeah, that's always fun. I mean, we, we, we want to compete, too. We're, we're normal. Where as far as you becoming the player. of a Trayvon Dick? with having someone like Stephon Gilmore here. I mean, he was saying yesterday, when he gets up at 6 a.m., I want to get up at 6 a.m. When I see, when he sees me put something in my body that I shouldn't eat, tells me not to eat it. So have you seen him grow a Yeah, lot? from day one. I mean, I think just to, you know, to see Trayvon in the weight room the next day, you know, is, you know, speaks a lot, you know. So, yeah, definitely. I mean, the players know. When you, when you, have, you have a guy that's willing to share the experience and, and engage both on and off the field, yeah, it's it, it's awesome. I mean, that, that, that's what this game's all about. He's got to run. As, as far as you becoming the play caller, what made it happen? 
No, I mean, why this season? What, what made the circumstances right here? I just think it's all part of your, you know, off-season evaluation. And it, you know, it's, it, was, it was a change that, that uh, I felt like I needed to make. Can I go now? Dave didn't do much yesterday. Is he good? Okay, and and you might wonder why there was all that scurrying off at the end. That's what's called the walk off, and uh, that's when um, we do some, uh, you know, with with Mike at the podium, we'll do some questions where co- uh, the reporters kind of have to shout out que- uh, their questions, and then we we have more of an impromptu sort of where he stands over near the stage, and we kind of follow up, and that's kind of where you can maybe ask some things you might not really want to throw out there in front of everybody. I mean, everybody's still standing around, but maybe you can have a little fun. You know, Aaron, I don't know if I should have or not. I didn't really want to come out here and immediately touch a nerve with uh, McCarthy, but I kind of been wanting to ask him what he thinks, how he thought, you know, if what he thinks of uh, how – what, you know, uh, Aaron Rodgers looks in a Jets uniform, you know, just kind of, and, and of course they have the Jets early this season, I think week two. So it'll be really fascinating. It didn't work out for the Cowboys in Green Bay last year in Mike's first time back since getting fired by Green Bay. But um, it was an interesting, uh, that was a, certainly a, a great atmosphere to that one. But uh, has to be interesting for him because he watched Brett Favre go to the Jets, and then of course uh, played with uh, the Vikings after his time ended there after he retired from the uh, from the Packers, and and he's now watching Aaron Rodgers, his longtime quarterback in Green Bay, go to uh, the Jets. Aaron, that's one of those things where I think he could have like a really fun, interesting answer, or he might. There's a chance he could be like, "Why are you bringing up Aaron Rodgers?" You know, like I don't know how he would. You think you would roll with it? I think so. I think he's in a comfortable enough spot that it doesn't uh-huh. bother him that much anymore. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Although, uh, Aaron. The, is you know the, I think the way that relationship ended wasn't great. Now hopefully time has healed some of those wounds, and 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 Aaron had great things to say about him in the in the build up to the game. But uh, I'll ponder that one, and I may uh, I may ask Mike uh, I may ask Mike about that. You know maybe I maybe I try to do it like one on one or something like that. I mean I we used to. But see, it was kind of different. I was out there a lot more, but I I really had more of a relationship with Jason Garrett where after a practice we could get him over to the side and visit with him for a little while. And uh, I don't know that Mike would would be totally up for that. Now, his offense coordinator is uh, Brian Schottenheimer, so that'll be kind of fun. Uh, it is the Matt Mosley show. ESPN Central Texas, and this is a lot of fun out here. We continue to do all these interviews. Dorrance Armstrong, Cowboys defensive end. I had a one-on-one with him today, and then we'll play that perhaps tomorrow on the show. Today, the huge news was that 
it became official. We knew it was. Breck McMurphy and others have had the uh, the story. Aaron, I, I just um, I almost felt a little bad for our Pac-12 brothers, John Wilner, John Canzano, uh, who certainly, I, I mean, it's kind of unfair to, I mean, I don't know, they weren't, they weren't pom-pomming it for the Pac-12, but they certainly, their coverage has been playing down this aspect of the Big 12, and, and, and they really did try to present that the Pac-12 was in a better place than it actually turned out to be. Is that their fault? Not totally. I mean, I, I think sometimes the powers that be use reporters to try to create a sense of, of, of um, you know, security in, in that maybe the Pac-12, they were trying to, you know, portray it as not in bad a shape as it as it as it truly is now. Now, Aaron, about a year ago or so, Colorado leaving the Pac-12, you know, um, maybe wouldn't have been that as huge of a thing. Now, the problem, of course, is if USC and UCLA were still there, it would just be kind of like, well, that's weird. It's kind of weird, you know, them leaving. But on the hills of those schools leaving. It, it, it creates a situation where it looks like the conference is falling apart. And if the Big 12 has added one, why in the world wouldn't they go ahead and add another or another three? And I don't know what's going to happen with the rest of the Pac-12. They would like to keep their, their P5 status, and, and they probably could almost get away doing that with an eight-team league, although it's going to get really meager. And we saw the Big East fall apart in football a few years ago when, when, when there was a lot of selfishness involved in not wanting to add teams. They did not want to share. But I, I think that the next play, although I love the Utah program, I like Utah football a lot more than Arizona football. Okay, I don't think I'm stepping out on a limb there. I like Utah football more than um, Arizona State football. Um, again, that's not a huge statement. I even like Utah football more than Colorado football, even though Colorado with Dion has become um, extremely interesting and, and all of that. But for the overall, I, I think the most likely scenario here is for Brett Yormark and his group. They, I think they have a really good rapport with Arizona. I think the head basketball coach at Arizona, Tommy Lloyd now, uh, I, I, think, I, I think he admires the big – I think they love the league, the Big 12 basketball. I think people like Scott Drew and Bill Self – um, and, and talking about kind of the the most uh, revered coaches in the conference, uh, I think it, they have a huge respect for Arizona, and I think Arizona uh, has a huge respect for them in the Big Twelve. And and at the when I was at the Big Twelve uh, conference basketball tournament, they were very open about it. I mean, I found it to be really kind of fascinating 
listening to Bill Self before he had that medical episode just come right out and say, man, I'd love to have Arizona in this conference. Why not? Why not? I mean, Bill Self can really say anything he wants, and he can do anything he wants. So um, if there is to be another school, my preference would be Arizona over pretty much anybody. I mean, Utah I love, but I don't think for right now Utah doesn't seem that interested. Now, would I take Arizona over like Oregon or UW? Whew. I think those are big brands, bigger brands, um, especially football-wise. If if you're at comparing football programs, you've got to put uh, UW and Oregon over that. And, Aaron, I thought that was hilarious. Somebody tweeted out that uh, they could set up the scenario where Baylor uh, plays Novosad in a couple of years if Oregon came <laughs> in. <laughs> I like that. I like that way of thinking. All right, it's been a huge day reacting to all of this. been amazing. Appreciate everybody who's been a part of it as we come to you live from Oxnard, California, at Cowboys Training Camp. Uh, we'll be back with a dismount in just a few moments. This is ESPN Central Texas. Hey, folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. I'd like to thank everyone that supports JTC and that our family values your business. Our new inventory is growing daily, and our used car inventory is stacking high. So give us the opportunity to earn your business with transparency and zero hidden fees. So give us a call, 254-840-3261 or 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember, folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We treat you like family. Find new roads. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. The deals at Mission Golf Cars in Waco are hotter than the Central Texas sun. Through the end of July, Mission Golf Cars is offering smoking deals with financing rates as low as 0% on all new EasyGo and Cushman golf cars, off-road buggies, cruisers, and utility vehicles. Plus, we're beating the heat by cooling off prices on our wide selection of used inventory for the golf course, the farm, the neighborhood, or the job site. Come shop our full line of EasyGo and Cushman vehicles in our air-conditioned showroom in South Waco or online at missiongolfcars.com. Financing provided by Sheffield Financial with approved credit. See dealer for financing details you're listening to espn central texas live from the allen samuel studios hey guys it's jana with advanced house leveling and foundation repair i just wanted to take a quick second and tell you guys that we are available we have appointments if you have any questions about cracking your sheetrock doors sticking or if you're looking to buy a home and you have concerns please feel free to give us a call we'll send somebody out to take a look our number is 254-235-4922 or you can find us at fixitjimmy.com in the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel & Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel & Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at Pioneer 
Cowboys.com. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. Do you want a brand new boat? Right now you can get a boat cheaper than ever before at Marineland Boating Center, home of Yamaha Boats. For Marineland Boating Center's 40th anniversary sale, we're slashing prices like never before. For a limited time, you could save almost $10,000 on an awesome new boat. Also, for a limited time, we are offering a free water sports accessories package worth $1,000 with select Yamaha boats. But hurry, this 40th anniversary sale only lasts for 40 days or until we sell 40 boats, will you be one of the lucky few to save thousands of dollars? Imagine the happiness you would feel owning a new boat. Imagine the fun you could have. Imagine the feeling of freedom and relaxation you'll feel when you're out on the water. Check us out online at MarinelandWacoYamaha.com or Google Marineland Boating Center to see our reviews and you can see for yourself why we are the highest rated boating center in Central Texas. It's time now for the Dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Oh, it is uh, time for that Dismount. And, uh, man, so much breaking today. And what an interesting uh, time. You know, Aaron, we've been so focused on our Cowboys coverage. We'll have more of that tomorrow. Um, And I got some great, some fun interviews coming up to, to share with you. But the Rangers got involved in something last night. And boy, that's a fascinating, that's a really fun to kind of see what's going on with that series uh, against the Astros and the way that finished up. And, and the Rangers now, uh, it looked like, uh, I mean, they were headed toward being tied with the Astros. Uh, they fought back in that game and ended up blowing the, the Astros out. And then in, in, in addition to that, um, uh, Adolis Garcia had one of the slowest home run trots on a grand slam you will ever see. The, uh, uh, the Astros were offended by that. The catcher Maldonado uh, certainly had some things to share. And Simeon also got into it with him. And, and um, Simeon hit a big home run in that game. And, boy, they said something to each other. And Simeon was – I was trying to figure out when it happened, if he's looking at the pitcher or the catcher. But it seemed like a lot of what he had to say was directed toward the catcher. And, and all the benches cleared. Boy, this is just awesome. This is awesome for that rivalry and for what's going on in the AL West. All right, everybody. Uh, appreciate uh, Aaron. Great work today. Been a fun one. Welcome to the Buffs, by the way. Welcome. We've missed you. We've missed you. Y'all come on back home. All right, everybody. Have a great night, and we'll see you tomorrow. And then, uh, oh, Aaron, I'll uh, in here in a second. I do want to say something about QC Kinetics. But uh, everybody have a great evening, and we will talk to you tomorrow at 4 o'clock Central. It's time for today's Modern Media Big 12 football preview. Today, a look at the UCF Golden Knights and their inaugural season in the league. Here is John Morris. Everybody, time for a check of Big 12 Conference football as we continue our Big 12 football previews. Today, a look at one of the newcomers to the league, the UCF Knights from Orlando. We'll hear from head coach Gus Malzahn straight ahead on today's Modern Media Big 12 football preview. 
Every team knows that the two-point play can be a winning move. That's why State Farm agent Mike McKenzie and his team are here to help you go for two by combining your home and auto insurance. It's a great call that saves you time and money, so go for the win and score savings by combining your home and auto. Call State Farm agent Mike McKenzie at 254-412-2327 or at his new location at 518 North Hewitt Drive in Hewitt at 254-666-7788. Want the latest in a new Nike gear for the new season? How about Lululemon or Johnny O? It's all available at the newly remodeled Baylor Bookstore on the Baylor campus and online at BaylorShop.com. Baylor, Scott & White, Hillcrest Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics. Our physicians specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of all sports-related injuries. Located at the Tad & Sue Ketterman Sports and Orthopedic Center on the Baylor, Scott & White, Hillcrest campus. This state-of-the-art facility includes advanced MRI imaging, outpatient orthopedic surgery center, and a sports therapy department with indoor and outdoor physical therapy spaces. Trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics. Our goal is to get you back in the game. Hi, Kyle Sotrano here with George's Restaurant, Bar, and Catering to tell you about what's new this season. Come enjoy one of our brand new Big O cocktails and try some of our new items like avocado toast, Italian nachos, and shrimp and grits. You can watch the game on our 200-inch Big O screens at either location. Check out our new menus and party package options online at georgeswaco.com or come see for yourself. Serving breakfast, lunch, and dinner Monday through Saturday at both of our locations. George's number one at 1925 Spate Avenue and George's number two at 1201 Hewitt Drive. Sick'em Bears. Now for a check on Big 12 Conference football. Here again is Johnny Morris. And welcome back. One of the four newcomers to the Big 12 Conference this year are the Knights of Central Florida. They prefer to be called UCF, and they're coached by Gus Malzahn, who does have quite a bit of experience coaching at the Power 5 level. He's a former coach at Auburn. Malzahn.